Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Today's Issues is the name of this program. We thank you for listening to AFR. I'm Tim with Walker Wildman. Good morning, Walker. Good morning. Glad to be on today. So you and Ed swapping days? We are. Ed's got some other things to do, so I volunteered to sit in for him today, and Ed'll be here tomorrow. You volunteered to sit in for him? I did. Yeah, he didn't even have to ask. I, I volunteered. I knew he was very busy, so I was glad to step in. Uh, Chris Woodward is here. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. I'd Did, like to point out there is no I in Walker. No, there's not. He's a team player. Yes, he is. <laughs> now, you're, uh, now, are you volunteering to fill Fred Jackson's place? Today? I am. I was voluntold. Oh, to, you were volunteering. Voluntold. <laughs> uh, volunteered. Yeah. there. Yeah. He, uh, uh, but it's, it's funny because I'll, I'll be sitting there like in the zone. I've got my headphones on and I'm typing away and Fred comes over and he always scares me because like he's real quiet. And, right, right, and, like yeah. a cat. Yeah. So he's like, I need you to fill in for me next week. I said, yes, sir. Okay. All right. Would, okay. you rather, would you rather him yell at you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I have had bosses like that. Though. That no, scares Fred, you too. Fred's you know, a blessing. People yell at you. So, uh, all right. So we got a lot to talk about uh, today. We thank you again for listening. Uh, now, uh, yesterday, I'll tell you what, Walker, tell yes. folks how they can join us on the internet and then I'll. I'll get into the news of the day here. Sure, yeah. You can visit our website. A couple of ways to keep up with the show here. You can always visit our website, AFR.net, AFR.net on the web. We also have an app that's available. It's free. has great content there. Just type in American Family Radio or AFR on your app store. And lastly, we're on social media, Facebook and YouTube. Just type in the show name on Facebook or YouTube today's issues, and uh, keep up keep up with us on there. So yesterday, uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, announced that uh, the she would initiate impeachment um, proceedings. Mm-hmm. I forgot the exact terminology. Formal impeachment inquiry. Yes, uh, into the President of the United States. She, she and the Democrats want to kick, they would not love nothing more than to kick President Trump out of the White House. Uh, uh, and so they're going to try to, I guess this is where they're headed. They're going to try to impeach him over a, uh, a phone call that he made, he being president Trump made, I don't know when it was made to the newly elected Ukrainian president. Um, do you know when this was Walker? The phone call was about a month ago. So before ever seeing the transcript of the phone call or knowing anything about the whistleblower who didn't have firsthand information about the call that the president made to the Ukrainian July 25th president. So two um, months ago. So the Democrats uh, took them about three or four days without ever seeing the phone call. Uh, didn't what didn't even wait to see the transcript of what happened. They, they full on going to impeach uh, President Trump. So, uh, Chris, yes, pick it up. What is, what has happened today? Yeah. So uh, the Trump administration, as promised, released a transcript of that phone call back in July 25th, as Walker just mentioned. And we have some audio here. This is Fox News reporter Catherine Herridge reading the heritage. Yeah, thank you. 
reading the transcript as it came out on Fox News clip four. This is the key part of the transcript. There is an ask for the president to the Ukrainian counterpart, and it reads, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike. That appears to be a reference to the hacking of the Clinton emails in 2016. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server. They say Ukraine has it. And then he continues. There's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. That's Attorney General William Barr. Biden went about bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Then the Ukrainian president responds, talking about the prosecutor he will have in place to look specifically at this issue that relates to the natural gas company Burisma. He states, he or she will look into the situation specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue to restore the honesty. Seems to be a reference to integrity, sort of anti-corruption. So we will take care of that and we will work on the investigation of the case. Mr. Trump then responds, I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call, and I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call, and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you will figure it out. So there you have it. <laughs> That's not impeachable. Nope. That You don't impeach a president over that call right If That's it? Is that it? Is I that, don't know that you can get that through the Senate. That's it. I'm reading the transcript on the White House website now. That's it. And The Democrats said he... He did this in return. Uh, if you do this, I'll give you some money for your military or something to that effect, mm-hmm. right? Right. The so-called quid pro quo, is that how you say it? Or Yes. You know, basically bribery. Mm-hmm. And, and is that's not, he didn't mention I'm that? Not, I'm not seeing anything about you do this and I'll do that. Uh, I'll, the only thing I'm reading here in the transcript is President what Catherine Harrods just said. But I'm reading farther into it, and it's only five or six pages. Just came out, right? Yeah, there's, there's not. I'm not finding yet anything okay. about uh, if you do this, then I'll give you military aid. Now, Biden, on the other, do we still have the Biden clip? Uh, can you pull that back? I know we played it a couple of times, but I, this is so important. To You're this, talking about the one the story b- back in 2018. It's yes. not in uh-huh. our stack today, unless you still have it stockpiled somewhere. Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, well, anyway. We do have some other Biden clips, though. Well, if you can find that again, it's the maybe during the break. Okay. It's the it, it's so important to this story. Uh, the, what what they're referring to there, it was kind of hard for me to tell when she was stopping and starting with her quotes from mm-hmm. the transcript. But we played it the last couple of days. It's 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 uh, Vice President Joe Biden. He was then was he then Vice yes. President or was he well? Former? No, he was former, former in twenty eighteen. Yeah, and he was at a he was at a. Uh, Foreign policy conference. Foreign policy conference. And he was bragging about the fact that he was able to get the prosecutor who was looking into his son's company's financial dealings, he was able to get that prosecutor fired because he told the president of the Ukraine, or at least one of their high officials, you got it? Well, instead of me... Repeating it. Okay, so 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 listen to what Joe Biden brags about. And again, this is 2018. Yes. He's, he's former vice president at right. the time. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. We're not going to give you the billion dollars. 
They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, <laughs> you got fired. Wow. People were laughing, too. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, like, but it's that's, funny. That, that's what President Trump was talking about. Yes. When President Trump in this transcript is talking to the newly elected Ukrainian president, he's saying somebody needs to over there uh, needs to look into this because Joe Biden, he knew that Biden had bragged about being able to get the prosecutor, the Ukrainian prosecutor, keep in mind, folks, fired because he said, if you don't fire him, we're not the U.S. government's not giving you money to the tune of one billion dollars. That's the story. Uh, so far, yeah. now if if President Trump, if President Trump had said, "Hey, you need to knock these guys off," you know, <laughs> something like right. that. I mean, but this is this is just, uh, huh? Yeah, that this is. Um, first off, Joe Biden's name uh, was never mentioned in here that I'm finding. Um, but <clears throat> Bi- this, Biden, he did say President Trump did say Biden. He didn't say Joe. He said Biden. Didn't he say Biden? Didn't Captain Heritage quote that? Um. I know they talk about the prosecutor, but I'll have to keep digging. Well, to see if I everybody knew who he's talking name, about. Yeah, everybody knows who he's talking about. But here's the thing. Yes, he did say Biden. He did Trump say Biden did. in Trump the Trump did say Biden. He says there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, okay. that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. Okay. So whatever you can do with the attorney general, talking about ours, that would be great. That's what Trump said to this guy. Yeah. This is, uh, to me, this is, this is not uh, a stain on President Trump. This is question, brings up questions about yes. Hillary Clinton and Biden because, according to what President Trump said here in the transcript, is that Ukraine could possibly have the thirty thousand emails from Hillary Clinton's server that she that she that she crushed with hammers. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what Trump's saying. Now, I never knew that. I didn't know that Ukraine had it. So I didn't know either. So what President Trump is saying in that paragraph that Catherine Harridge was citing mm-hmm. is that. Uh, that Attorney General, General William Barr needs to talk to the Ukrainian law enforcement right. officials to see if we can get our hands on that server okay, because so, yeah. that's a that's a criminal investigation domestically mm-hmm. that was obstructed by Hillary Clinton by crushing the server. And President Trump is the chief law enforcement officer in the, co- officer in the country, so he can that's relevant information because. Uh, what let me ask you this uh, again: We're not attorneys here by any means. Wish Abraham Hamilton the third was here to help us with this question today. But, and by the way, you don't have to have a a, a uh, you don't have to have a president break the law to impeach him. Uh, you you, or do you have to have something called high crimes and misdemeanors? Well, ultimately, you're right. It's up if the, if there's votes in the house but the chief justice has to preside over it so yeah. no constitutionally you have to ha- there has to be a law broken there does high crimes okay. and misdemeanors then my, yeah okay then my apologies on that what well, i would just say this that if that's all there is right there mm-hmm. uh, and there was no mention i guess it would have upped the ante so to speak had president mentioned oh by the way there's some money coming your way if you'll do this Right. right. Huh? Correct. Yeah. And there's no inference to that. Yeah. That's that kind of phone that kind of uh, phone call, the transcript we're hearing that we read from that she read from right now happens has happened down through history of, of 
of presidents. Uh, look, yeah. Hillary Clinton paid for this Russian mm-hmm. made-up dossier. Yeah. To be used against Trump. She was getting involved yeah. with a foreign government to to do influence an election. election. Yeah. Huh? And and I tell you what, Biden, they do need to look into that with Biden. Yes. Right. Because he bragged about getting the Ukraine, a sovereign country, right. Ukrainian government, he bragged about getting them to stop, uh, to fire a, a prosecutor in the Ukraine who was looking into a company uh, that his son was making 50 grand a month off of, I think, what grand. I read. 200 grand a month? Yeah, back to the LLC in the U.S. But that, that money was then divided up between two or three guys. So, so you got Joe Biden's son, who, by the way, has no expertise in the uh, oil industry. Zero. And he, and he happens to be making, I read, 50 grand a month. But anyway, the point is a lot of money. Yes. Um, he was uh, making... The... the uh, I think you're right. The the business that he was tied to, the LLC was making upwards of two hundred thousand a month being wire transferred. But when they divvied that up between all the partners, yeah. it was probably fifty thousand mm-hmm. per partner. Well, impeachment. That's what the Democrats say over this. Right. This mm-hmm. is what they want to impeach the president over. Well, they it, didn't even wait. Oh no, they didn't. And it's funny you mentioned the impeachment. Obviously, taking everything we've been talking about and everything that's been in the news cycle for the past how many ever hours now, one could make the argument that this is literally all about politics. It is political what the Democrats are trying to do against President Trump. And it's funny uh, that we're talking about that because we do have some additional sound here from Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden, back in 1998, during the Clinton impeachment proceedings, in 1998, then-Senator Joe Biden warned his congressional colleagues about overturning the will of the people in electing a president. Clip 5. This is their president we are talking about. The president of the United States does not serve at the pleasure of the legislature, does not serve at the pleasure of Joe Biden, does not serve at the pleasure of Henry Hyde, does not serve at the pleasure of the Congress as a prime minister does in a parliamentary system. He is elected directly by the people of the United States of America. And the election of a president is the only nationwide vote the American people will ever cast. And that's a big deal. The American people don't think that they have made a mistake by electing Bill Clinton. And we in Congress had better be very careful before we upset their decision and make darn sure that we are able to convince them if we decide to upset their decision that our decision to impeach him was based upon principle and not politics. So you had somebody, that's Joe Biden back in 1980. In other words, let's think about this before we try to impeach somebody because the people elected this guy, which is the same thing people are saying today. Yeah, there's there's no high crimes and misdemeanors. It, this is a pure political impeachment. You're even about now with Trump, <clears throat> yes, with tr- yeah. with President Trump, even Democrats are saying this is a pure political impeachment. No high crimes and misdemeanors. Right. I w- I would just if the Democrats here's what they should do. Uh, I would just be honest with people and just say, look, we're impeaching President Trump because we hate his guts. All right, and that's what we're going to base our impeachment on. Mm-hmm. Uh, since and that's a high crime and misdemeanor in our book, right there, because <laughs> yeah. we we hate his ever loving guts. Yeah, and and uh, so that's what we're going with. Yeah, because it's better to me than what they got right here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> huh? 
Yeah, th- this is going to backfire, and I hope that we do get mm-hmm. the. Uh, I hope we do get the emails from Ukraine, and I hope Hunter Biden is investigated I because the Ukraine has the email. This is getting thicker. I just think it's funny that somebody who sounding the alarm about climate change, in this case Joe Biden, has a child working in the oil sector, and nobody's picked up on that. Yeah, uh, well, this is uh, this is all. It's all so hypocritical that the party, the Democrats are the party of lawlessness and corruption, and they yeah. try to turn it on President Trump every chance they get, and it just doesn't stick. Well, I want to do one more piece of sound at least here. This is last night on Fox News Channel. Senator John Kennedy, the Republican senator from Louisiana, was talking to Martha <laughs> McCallum last night on Fox, and uh, Senator Kennedy said Democrats are still mad about the 2016 election. Clip eight. I think some of my Democratic friends are in good faith. I don't have enough facts to agree with them, and I don't at this point. But I think other of my Democratic friends just can't accept the fact that the American people chose Donald Trump to be president. It's called democracy. And, and my, uh, my, my, my advice to them, I say this gently, fill out a hurt feelings report and let's move on. I'm not sure what government website has the hurt feelings report, but... Let me know if you find it. Somewhere. Yeah, you know, this is the reason the person, whoever the fake whistleblower was that filed the original complaint, mm-hmm. they did this because they're working on behalf of the, of the Clintons and the Bidens. You, you there was so? that story, yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they foiled this political person who the <gasps> inspector general concluded had political motives yeah, political in bias. filing the fake whistleblower complaint. What I want to know... Is who in the world, besides maybe, who can listen to... Many the, people. Huh? The, the, there's upwards of 20, 30, 40 people who listen in on those calls. Okay, so they're listening in, and they're granted obviously granted permission to. Sure. Because they have to take notes. and Yes. Hear. So the president knows he's talking with all these people listening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why he just... That's why they're releasing this transcript. He's not saying anything he didn't... He didn't. He was embarrassed about or right. thought was wrong. Right. Um, so. Uh, so you're saying one of these people, who had uh, been granted permission, uh, who well, second part hand. of the, part of their job. Oh, yeah. second hand. Yeah. The, the person who filed <laughs> oh, the whistleblower right. complaint wasn't even on the call. Firsthand experience. It was a he heard right. it or read it. He heard people talking about it after it happened. So, he, uh, so somebody listening on the call, one of the many people you say who would have been listening on the call for their various reasons, because they work for the administration or whatever, they go to dinner, and this is a this is a, hypo, a hypothetical. Yeah, they go to dinner that night with a friend of theirs, and they go, "Hey, you're not going to believe what I heard today on the phone. President Trump said." Uh, you know, he wanted to see the Ukrainian government investigate Joe, uh, Joe Biden's son's mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. I'm going to, I think I'm going to whistleblow that to, uh, inspector general, the inspector general. Mm-hmm. And so, so you don't have, uh, so a whistleblower is a firsthand legally. Yes. Has to be a firsthand, firsthand knowledge. And we need, you, you know what? You need laws that allow for whistleblowers. Sure. Uh, nobody's disagreeing with that mm-hmm. because. You want to protect somebody's identity if they're going to report a crime committed by somebody who could d- damage them or harm them 
should 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 that person find out who told on them, right? Yes, that's correct. So you do need whistleblower laws to protect people. That nobody's denying that. Yeah. But in this case, it happened like I'm describing it. Yes. Right. Yes. It wasn't a first-hand whistleblower. It was somebody who told somebody who told somebody. Yes. Now the inspector general is that the inspector general of who? The inspector general of the intelligence community. Okay. He's the one that uh, made this public or made this an issue. Uh, Yes, I think he the somehow the 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 uh, whistleblower complaint became public knowledge through Congress, and okay. then you know people leak it. Um, but then that's where it came out that the first the whistleblower was not really a whistleblower because he didn't have firsthand knowledge. And secondly, when I say that he's working on behalf of the Clintons and the Bidens, what I mean by that is this is someone who's a hardcore Democrat political hack that works for our government gotcha. who said, "Wow, if I don't." file a whistleblower complaint and try to launch a, a witch hunt into President Trump, then guess what's going to happen if I don't do this? President Trump is going to actually find out where the emails are, and Hunter Biden's probably going to get in criminal trouble for his crimes. So I might as, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and foil this, right. if you will. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, guys, we're not experts on constitutional law in terms of impeachment, but it, I'm just saying... If that's all, if what we is it, if this is it, this is all the Democrats got. They could make, they could, they could complain about, you know, the president of the United States shouldn't be um, asking a foreign leader to investigate a company mm-hmm. uh, because his political opponent works, sons works right with them. But if you're going to say that, then you're going to have to, you're going to, you're going to have to impeach. Uh, Vice President Biden, I, I, I say the word impeach. I know he's not a sitting right. public official, but I'm just saying it's the same standard because what you would be saying is President Trump tried to get a prosecutor hired while Joe Biden, while Vice President, absolutely got a, got a prosecutor fired mm-hmm. and held money out mm-hmm. <laughs> was unash- and was bragging about it. I don't know that he knew he was on tape right there, on video, but Biden, I did. Yeah. So so if you, I'm just going to say, for the Democrats, if you're going to say one thing's wrong, you're going to have to also admit that Joe Bi- what Joe Biden did was 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 wrong with money. Yes. Right? Because he money. actually leveraged money, Yeah. which President Trump did not All do. Right. You so, know, I don't know that this, I don't think this would be possible, but I wouldn't blame a future administration from like completely just gutting the staff when you take office because we have these people that have been there for years. They might have even been working there during a previous Republican administration, but they have an issue with the current, you know, guy in the White House. So, in an effort to like stop leaks and these things, <laughs> you would think a future administration would say enough well, of this. We're not going to put up with this. Here's anymore. what President Obama did in the final hours of his presidency. He changed political appointees to permanent appointees, which is there's two definitions. There's political right. appointees, which are replaceable. The president can fire them at will. And then there's the, the other are more permanent employees. Gotcha. President Obama changed some of the intelligence community officials' titles to permanent government officials, which are much harder to fire. Okay. Which mm-hmm. is why President Trump has Clinton operatives listening in on gotcha. his phone calls. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see what happens here, but uh, 
you know, going to be all over the news for the next few weeks. But if I were the Democrats, you would have hoped you'd have had something a little more meaty. They'll read into it and still make a big deal out of it. I know, but I, I, like I said, I'm just, if I'm the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi, I'm just announcing we're impeaching the president on grounds that we hate his guts. And we're going with that. Who's with us? Raise your hand. <laughs> huh? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back momentarily with more of today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. On the next Today's Issues. Walker Wildman is handling our uh, Facebook presence in the world. Yeah, if you have a Facebook account, just type in Today's Issues in your search bar, and then our page will pop up. And you can watch the show there every day, or you can view all the articles uh, that we talk about. Right, but you can also be our friend. Don't miss the next Today's Issues, weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio, and on Facebook. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. You know, when we go to Israel and we visit the Sea of Galilee, we stay at a hotel right there, uh, right there on the seashore. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to get up every morning that we're there and you're going to say, hey, this is the place where Jesus walked on the water. This is the place where Jesus went on the boat with his disciples. This is the place where Jesus had his much of his ministry, Capernaum and places around there. So it's going to be a wonderful time there on the Sea of Galilee. In fact, we're going to take a boat ride out on the Sea of Galilee. That's just a couple of the days that we're in Israel seeing the sights that you've read about your whole life in the Bible. So for more information on this March 12th through the 20th tour, go to the website twholyland.com. Again, March 12th through the 20th, go to the website twholyland.com for all the information. Fox News Commentary with Todd Starnes. When to speak out and when to stay silent. That story next. Todd Starnes here. You know America is facing dangers of socialism and secularism every day. And we need young people who stand for freedom. At Liberty University, they're training the next generation of faith-based conservative leaders who will be on the front lines of this culture war. Professors teach their students about free enterprise, individual freedom, and the Constitution from a Judeo-Christian perspective. So join Liberty University in training the conservative leaders of tomorrow. Text GIVE to 839-858 today. A conservative conservative colleague called me the other day, concerned because of some of the headlines I had generated recently, mostly from left-leaning groups taking my comments out of context or flat-out lying about something I wrote or said on the radio. The colleague suggested that maybe I ought to consider toning it down, told me I should stop talking about the hot-button cultural issues of the day, and you can take a wild guess as to what those issues might be. He was concerned because I'm one of the few conservatives left in the national media still talking about those kinds of stories. I appreciated the concern, but to be honest, I'm not so sure toning it down is the right move. Bonhoeffer once said, silence in the face of evil is evil itself. So I have a responsibility to say something. And yeah, I don't like the name calling, but I'm not going to let myself be bullied. I'm Todd Starnes. That's your Fox News commentary. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. 
Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues here on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening to AFR. I'm Tim with Walker and Chris, and um, we will we're gonna got a lot more stories to cover later on in the hour. But I uh, got an email from a friend of mine yesterday, Dr. David Reagan, who's the uh, founder and director for Lamb and Line Ministries, and they're in the uh, Dallas area. And uh, David was telling me about something that happened. I thought, well, why don't I invite him on the radio and he can tell everybody what happened with his magazine and a prison in Arkansas. Uh, David, good morning to you. Well, good morning. Uh, it's great to be with you, and I appreciate this opportunity to share with your listeners. Hey, David, first of all, tell our listeners about your ministry, Lamb and Lion. You guys have been around a long time. And, uh, yes, sir. I was a a professor of international law and politics for 20 years. And all that time, the Lord was calling me into ministry. And finally I gave in and, uh, uh, surrendered to that call in, uh, April of, uh, 1960, I'm sorry, 1980. So we're completing our fourth 40th year of ministry next year. And, uh, the ministry exists to teach the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, proclaim the soon return of Jesus and also to speak out concerning the sins of our society and calling America to repentance. So we really appreciate ministries like yours that are on the cutting edge and are really willing to step out there and call people to repentance. You know, I, I know your father for many years, Yes. and uh, I remember him saying to me one time, David, I get my most critical letters from uh, ministers who tell me I am just beating my head against a wall and accomplishing nothing and that, we're, that I'm not winning. And I, he said, what I tell them is God didn't call me to win. God called me to stand, and I'm going to stand. <laughs> that we're not going to win till Jesus returns. Yeah, amen. That's your motto, too. Yeah, uh, amen. Amen. Uh, so tell our listeners what happened uh, with your uh, magazine. Sure. We have a magazine that we call The Lamplighter that we put out every other month. It's usually about 28 pages long. And uh, the July-August edition uh, was uh, one that was very placid concern, can, uh, compared to our usual editions. I mean, most of our editions contain all kinds of articles about abortion, same-sex marriage, uh, the, the issues of moral issues of our society. But this particular one was almost devoted entirely to one subject, and that was the, the announcement that I am retiring in September of 2021, and it told all about who the board had, uh, you know, designated as my successor, and it gave many, many articles about him and his background. So we were absolutely stunned when we received a letter from an inmate at a prison in Arkansas telling us that he had been denied access to this magazine, and he sent us a a formal uh, a copy of a formal statement that was given to him. It's a uh, a, a formal government statement, gives the name of the uh, prison, the name of the warden, and says uh, that the assistant warden plus three members of his committee, all of which signed this, decided that the material could not be given to him because, quote, it incites, encourages, advocates, or promotes racism or other illegal discrimination. We were stunned by that. And so we got the magazine out, we started looking through it, see what in the world could they be upset about? And there was one article in there, uh, because, mo- again, most of it had to do with my successor. There was one article in there that they, they wouldn't say what they were upset about, but we know what it was. The article was listed as an editorial, 
and it was written by an American woman, Pat Franklin, who uh, lives in London, England. Uh, she is married to an, uh, an Englishman, and both of them are professional journalists. And um, so she is an outstanding writer. We've published her articles before. And the title of the article was Sex Change? Question mark. Not unless you change every cell in your body. And she started it off with these words. Like it or not, a girl is a girl, a boy is a boy. X for a girl and Y for a boy, and that is the end of the matter. As a mother, I have discovered something few people seem to know today. My baby boy grew up to be a man, and my baby girl grew up to be a woman. And then she went on to discuss what the Bible says about gender, and how the Bible talks about there's only two sexes, and that's it. And she ended the whole article by saying, is this a hate article? No way. If you see someone heading for misery and disaster, it is not hatred to warn them. It is the kindest thing to do. Be warned. It's time to decide where we stand, folks. If Jesus is God, and he is, then follow him. Well, they list this as a hate article. And this sort of thing, you know, uh, just unbelievable. Right. I wrote the warden and uh, protested, and I never got a response. But two days ago, I got a letter from the, from the uh, uh, inmate, and he said, I rejoice to inform you that today, that was about three days ago, he said, I was informed that I can not only have the magazine that was held back, but the latest edition of your magazine. Thank you for intervening for me. That we have a large group of Christian believers here at the prison, and I help teach them, and we are all rejoicing that we can get the magazine. Wow. So, uh, so somebody, the point is... Uh, that this is going on, this kind of thing is going on. Oh, yeah, uh, Tim, it's going on everywhere. For example, uh, the latest uh, email from uh, Michael Brown. Michael Brown is probably the one of the best-known Messianic Jewish spokesmen in America and a very, very strong spokesman yes. out there on the cutting edge. And he said, last week we received a notice from the from, uh, the meal. That's one of the uh, uh, channels like YouTube. Uh, shows videos. We received a notice from Vimeo that three of our videos had been removed for allegedly violating community guidelines. When we appealed, we were informed that, quote, we don't allow videos that are hateful, harass others, violate someone's privacy, or include defamatory or discriminatory speech. He said he called them and said, well, what, what did we do wrong? And the representative named James said, specifically, the Neo moderators will generally remove videos that make derogatory or inflammatory statements about individuals or groups of people or intended to harm someone's reputation and have an overall mean-spirited vibe. He says, what is a mean-spirited vibe? He said, you know, what specific, specific tangible, measurable, consistent guidelines are given to, to determine a yeah. mean spiritual vibe. He said, he goes on to say, how subjective could you get? Exactly. And what, where the, where the way the, uh, I'll use a broad term, the world now, the secular world, many in the secular world, uh, certainly the giant, uh, social medias, the, the me, excuse me, the social media giants yeah. and such, the definition they use as hate, uh, is uh, with respect to the LGBT uh, issue, is if you disagree with their lifestyle, right, mm -hmm. or you would refer to it as somehow immoral, 
are sinful, yes. then then you are then you hate those people, and we're going to censor you. Or if you present sexism. what the Bible has to say about homosexuality. Yeah, we got cited. This story we're going to report on this story the next half hour. We American Family Association. Now I sent this email out, and this is what you were responding to, David. We're talking to David, right. Ra- Dr. David Reagan, founder and director for Lamb and Lion Ministries. The, the uh, there was a House and Ways Committee in the U.S. Congress. It was their subcommittee, right, Walker? Correct. And they uh, called out, cited us, American Family right. Association, for being a hate group. Yeah. And of course, it's controlled by Democrats, <laughs> but the. The, the citation that they referenced for us, the quote they referenced for us about us being a hate group, is because we reported on statistics that uh, that the that homosexual behavior is unhealthy. Well, we're just reporting. We're, we're just reporting what the Centers CDC. for Disease Control right, right. says. They said exactly. the very are they a hate group too? <laughs> you know, we're just, are they, really are they a hate group too? Because yeah. everybody knows that homosexual activity is unnatural therefore it leads to uh more disease and more health problems for those who engage in that activity so like somebody smokes cigarettes for 40 years and you get lung cancer don't be surprised go ahead yeah go ahead well tim you know as well as i do that the national leaders of the democrat party hate christianity with a passion yes yeah and if they get back in control which they will sooner or later They're going to come after your ministry. They're going to come after mine. They're right. going to come after every ministry in the United States that stands for what the Bible says. And they're going to try to take away our tax-exempt status, and they probably yeah. will even go after churches. But this is a nationwide thing going on. For example, in 2017, the Neo removed 850 conservative Christian videos, and they received a, removed a whole bunch that were posted by Dr. David Kyle Foster, a former homosexual who has a powerful ministry called Pure Passion, and they don't want anybody speaking about someone right. coming out of homosexuality. Earlier this year, the same group removed uh, a Christian church's account over videos that were critical of homosexuality. And as you well know, uh, Dennis Prager has a lawsuit right. against uh, Google and YouTube. Now, he's not a Christian, but he's right. a conservative. He has a lawsuit against both Google and YouTube for removing his videos. And let me tell you about another one. Do you know? Have you ever heard of Billy Crone? Billy uh, Crone is is a a uh, very strong uh, Christian spokesman. Has a ministry called Get a Life in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's pastor of Sunrise Bible Church in Las Vegas. He is a internet sensation. Has YouTube videos all over the internet about Bible prophecy, and he speaks out strongly about the sins of our nation. Well, let me tell you what happened to him just about uh, three weeks ago. He was notified notified by by uh, PAL, whatever what's it called, the the payment service, uh, PayPal. Yeah, PayPal. Hmm. He was notified by PayPal that they were freezing his PayPal account because they considered him to be a hate ministry. They would not tell him what provoked that. He called them, and, and not only that, they froze all the funds that he has in PayPal wow. that have been paid to him, and they will not let him have the funds. He called them, and he asked them why, and they said, we're not going to tell you why we did it. He said, well, at least release my funds. They said, no, we will not do that. They said, He said, are you telling me that I've got to hire a lawyer and come after you in a lawsuit to get my funds? That get? They said, yes, we're freezing them. Yeah, he needs to get him a good lawyer, uh, absolutely, yeah. 
lights defending freedom. Yeah, this is going on all over the nation. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. It's going on. Now, I'll tell you what happened was with these uh, secular progressives who hate Christianity. The re- one of the reasons they're so mad and angry, and this connects to politics mm-hmm. here, is because President Trump, then candidate Donald Trump, beat Hillary Clinton. And they were already to, they were going up for the slam dunk after eight years of Obama. Oh, yeah. And Holder and, and all the all those and the learners learner, uh, anyway, they were getting ready to control the whole apparatus of the federal government, including, uh, and and they were going to weaponize and they still they still have plans to do this eventually if they can, they they want to weaponize the courts they want to weaponize. Uh, the uh, executive branch of the federal government, which the president yeah, controls. Yeah, yeah. So they they're wanting to come after Christian groups and conservative groups, uh, and shut us down. I mean, and I, I, again, folks, I know I, I don't want to sound. I know it sounds uh, alarmist, mm-hmm. but alarm needs to be sounded. Yes. <laughs> okay, because these people, if they get in control. They're going to use that. You're a hate group, Absolutely. therefore we're shutting you down. Absolutely. Uh, whatever excuse they can use to uh, to try to shut us down. So when President Trump got elected, it up it threw a monkey wrench in in, right. in things, mm-hmm. and especially since President Trump and he has his faults, uh, but uh, especially since he wanted to identify with Christians in many ways, and uh, he 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 wanted to understand us. He wanted to. Use religious freedom to protect right. yes. protect us. He talked about this yesterday. I'm not saying President Trump has a Christian worldview on everything. I'm just saying he we, he, he wanted to he's be a friend. He's a friend, and he yes. wants to. Uh, Dr. Robert Jeffers from Dallas mm. yeah. at First Baptist Church was up with him in New York at the United Nations talking right. about religious freedom. So Vice President Pence is an evangelical Christian. So uh, the, so anyway. That threw a monkey wrench in things when he was elected over Hillary Clinton. That's right. And yesterday, uh, Trump at the U.N. gave a fantastic, uh, powerful speech on behalf of religious freedom all over the world. But you didn't hear anything about that in the press. All you could hear about was Pelosi saying, we're going to launch an impeachment inquiry. Mm -hmm. Hey, David, what's your website? How can people find out more information about Lamb and Lion? Well, uh, the website is Lamb Lion, no and in the middle, just Lamb, L-A-M-B, L-I-O-N, LambLion.com. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Always good to be with you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's uh, Dr. David Reagan. I think he's based out of uh, somewhere around McKinney, Texas. I think David is where his ministry is located. Uh, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. If you would like to send us an email, comment. Here's the address. Comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. Chris Woodward is with me. Uh, and with us, Walker Wildman, also Chris, next story. All right. <clears throat> we have talked a lot thus far this week about Greta Thunberg at the U.N. I did not bring in the audio of her. She's the 16-year-old? She's the 16-year-old that basically chastised the U.N. for not doing anything about what she considers to be man-made climate change because she says it's threatened her way of life and how dare you and I should be at school and all these things. <laughs> Well, I found this yesterday on Twitter, and I don't recall this. I was just a young whippersnapper uh, back then, and if I could go back and talk to myself, well, never mind. But anyway, uh, this is some audio from a young lady named Severn Cullis Suzuki, if I said any of that correctly. She is a Canadian national, and she spoke 
before uh, the UN at a summit in Rio back in 1992, and it is very similar to what Greta said this week at the UN. Clip 10. I am afraid to go out in the sun now because of the holes in our ozone. I am afraid to breathe the air because I don't know what chemicals are in it. I used to go, in, I used to go fishing in Vancouver, my home, with my dad, until just a few years ago, we found the fish full of cancers. And now we hear of animals and plants going extinct every day, vanishing forever. In my life, I have dreamt of seeing the great herds of wild animals, jungles and rainforests full of birds and butterflies. But now I wonder if they will even exist for my children to see. Okay, that's all I need to hear. That was 1992? 1992. So Greta, it's, it's, uh, Greta was a, a reboot. Yeah, it's basically, it's almost She's as if Miss Suzuki wrote the, wrote the speech. <laughs> Greta's now, late to the game. Yeah, what, what was that young lady's name we just heard, the Canadian? Severn Cullis Suzuki. Wonder where she is today. We need She's it. Where are ran- they today? She was segment. born in. Uh, she was born in Vancouver. Looks yeah. like you know, she's thirty nine years old. Well, she old. went fishing one day and found a bunch of cancers in. <laughs> a, she did. In a, she, that's happened to me a few times. <laughs> I got to tell you, I caught some crappie one time. Yeah. You know, and about the tenth one, I said, "There's something wrong with these fish." You know, so it, I mean, I'm not. That can happen. Right now, you can you you're bass fishing, you crappie fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you catch, especially you big catfish. You got to be careful about the cancer. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Am I right? Yeah. And it's really driven because you drove your truck to go fishing. Right. Because you you emitted. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, you got your boat engine. So now I will so say now, now, what, she was a little more to, reserved than Greta was. Yeah, Greta, Greta was Greta's upset. Now, now whatever happened to did did we close those holes in the yeah. ozone? Because she says there's holes. She can't. Fra- she says she's afraid to go outside. She is. At nineteen, she in was afraid. To, she was afraid to go outside in nineteen ninety two, the yeah. year before I was born. Yeah. yeah. One could make the <laughs> argument that the that there was more pollution and and things like that in the nineties. We have taken significant steps. Yeah. Uh, in our country, at least, uh, on things to, to improve close their the ozone. Quality. Yeah. Holes. <laughs> well, there have been. A, they have. They have. You could ask five hundred people and get cut, different answers. What Chris is trying to say is we've cut down our, on our emissions. Actually, because of natural gas, that doesn't close a hole. Emissions are at nineteen nineties levels today because of natural gas, and they're okay. worrying yeah. about emissions. You know in what's so? Well, the the double standard here is that is that nobody else can go around making <clears> these <throat> wild predictions, and when they don't come true, mm-hmm. get away with it. And then get to repeat. Now yeah. you have Greta at the UN right. this week. Um, if we were to do that with another situation, right? I know. If we said the uh, next year the Democrats are going to put us all in jail, and it doesn't which, happen, which sounds like an extreme, and it right, does. Right. It is an extreme, uh, you know, hypothetical. We would be mocked next year when that when that yeah. didn't happen. But these people get to yeah. continue repeating these these. Wild theories that never come yeah, true. This is so low hanging of a fruit kind of um, argument, I guess. But I, I do think schools are partly to blame for this and television programs based on the example that I'm going to share here. I don't often share like personal share, family Chris, stories please. or whatnot. Share with us. I'm at a restaurant with my family a couple uh-huh. weeks ago on a Sunday here in Tupelo, uh, a restaurant that many, pre- many people frequent, and they had uh, the Weather Channel on and their television in the little dining area or whatnot. And within seconds, my nine-year-old says, 
the TV says that the oceans are going to rise and everything's <laughs> going to be flooded by 2030. I mean, so you have to wonder, where did Severn get her information? Where did Greta get her information? Things like this. They're getting it from somebody, and most likely it is what they're being told in schools, and it's what they're watching on television, which is why it puts the emphasis or impetus, whatever. Thank you. uh, On us as parents to ask your kids, what are you being told in school? What did you talk about today? What did you read? And monitor what your kids are watching on television. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Amen. blame. I Are don't think that restaurant was any doing anything monitor, wrong. Now we have to. We got enough TV shows we have to avoid. Now you're telling me the weather, weather channels. Channel. Well, <laughs> well, you remember Cal Bisner and other people have long talked about this, but you remember back in the early '90s, um, Walker. I don't. You, this may have been gone by the time you started like old enough to watch television. But there was a, a cartoon back in the very early '90s called Captain Planet. And it was basically every that. every week or every episode was an environmental message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh, these. These uh, what? Uh, there's two things going on here. One of them is more serious than the other. Number one, I'll give you the less serious. Is this is all a bunch of virtue signaling? Yeah. Going on by the liberals, by the Hollywood types, <clears throat> by these kids like the ones like Greta. It, mm-hmm. it, I, you know, I, maybe they think they're sincere. Uh, I, 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 for what that's worth, but. They don't allow anyone any room for disagreement or debate or discussion. It's there. They believe what uh, that that you know. So so it's and it's it's a lot of it is look at me. I am a wonderful human being because I care about the planet. Right. Right. So a lot of it's that. Now, the other part is more serious, and that is. <clears throat> And Marvin Sanders, my late colleague, used to talk about this. What's behind the what's called the environmental movement? Because who among us is for pollution? Raise yeah. your hand. Right. Who wants things dumped in our rivers that that you know what I'm saying? Nobody. Sure. We we have laws already on the books to protect us from from environmental abuse. The EPA. We don't want chemicals in our lakes and things like that yeah so i mean everybody conservatives liberals yeah everybody, everybody's for that because mm-hmm. uh, we all have to live in this together but what's going on here in a grander scheme if you pull back pull if you were to pull back the curtain mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. uh is and, and again i'm not saying everybody in the environmental movement subscribes to this but at its core it is socialistic slash communistic Mm-hmm. What they want to do, by they, I mean the people ultimately behind this movement, is they want to harm America and the West, but in particular America's economy. They want to control our economy and uh, turn it to be more socialistic slash communistic. If not, if you could be more sinister and say they want to bring down the they want to bring down the United States economy altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, with rules, regulations, and taxation. Sounds like Bernie's campaign message, doesn't <laughs> it? Um, Bernie Sanders. So, but how do you, how, but Americans instinctively resist that because we're a capitalistic, free enterprise uh, economy and society. That's what we, that's what provides our wealth to enjoy yes. the gr- to enjoy the best lifestyle in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that you okay overall, right? 
the mo the as my dad used to say the the capitalist system undergirded by Christian principles uh, provides the provides the most provides the best for the most. Yes. Or you can always find examples of people who don't make it or are hurting whatever. But it's not sure. the it's not the it's not the system's fault mm-hmm. right. that that happens. But if they can do that, if, if the, these people can control the American economy with all these rules, regulations, and taxations, how do you do that? How do you overcome the instinctive nature of the American people to resist that? You scare the mess out of them. That's what you do. If you'll, people will, are, people uh, will give up their rights and their freedoms if they think they can trade that for security and safety. Yes. Okay? Yes. That's human nature too. So, if you can scare the mess out of the American people to think we're all going to burn up and die in the next 10 years or the oceans are going to flood the shores, Miami's going to be gone, New York's going to be gone, <laughs> whatever. Certainly, Barack Obama doesn't believe this because he just bought a, 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 an oceanfront home, right? right. <laughs> so, he doesn't believe it. Um, so, if you can make people believe that, then 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 and that's what the Democrats are counting on, the AOC with her new Green mm-hmm. Deal. So they would say, if you don't do all these radical, crazy, I call them crazy things, you don't care about the planet. Yes. Huh? And you don't care about your children. Yep. And basically, you're destroying the world. They're using fear as the driver. To try to get people to trade in their freedoms. Yes. Am I right? That's right. Exactly right. Chris, am I right? Yes. Are you going to get your check this week, Chris? <laughs> right. Hey, what about me? No, I'm. I'm. Your your check. You're getting your check Thursday. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Hope my wife's listening. Okay. Mark it down, honey. <laughs> Nothing wrong being a yes man, Chris. If you, She's you know my what accountant. I'm saying? Well, you're a yes man at home too. I yeah. hear though. Yes, I am. Happy wife, happy oh, life. I have two daughters and yeah, no. and a bunch of female cats. Yeah. Man, I'm surrounded. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Thank you, Chris. Thank Appreciate you. it. And Walker and I shall return in five minutes with Steve Jordahl and more of today's issues. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.